You're listening to Charge, a CCS podcast. Hello, y'all. This is the Charge podcast, and my name is Chad Dirksey. I'm the president of Chattanooga Christian School, and it's been my privilege uh, to serve as the president for the past 13 years. Um, we were we took a break from the Charge podcast from about the end of October through the Thanksgiving and Christmas season, and uh, this episode is going to be a shorter episode, and it's just going to be me. I know that probably is disappointing, but uh, I'd just like to share with you for a few minutes kind of our thinking going forward, not just about the Charge podcast, but even thinking about a reset into the, the into the school year. Uh, it's a it's a wonderful time to think about the practical and spiritual realities that Jesus is the light of the world. Um, if, if you just stop and think about that for a minute, there's so many applications we can make about what that actually means. And the reality is oftentimes it's, it's way easier to think about that and sing about that at, at a holiday season like Christmas than it is to, to live that out through the rest of the year. So while we have the opportunity, hopefully you've had the opportunity to enjoy the Christmas season with family and friends as we take a bit of a break um, from the regular things that we do in life during this holiday season. Hopefully you had an, an opportunity just to think about that and, and, and really grow in, in joy and peace uh, during this season, understanding that we live in a world that, that is in many ways filled with uncertainty and brokenness. And one of the most difficult things to, to, to allow us to be steadfast in the way we view the, the reality of Jesus being the light of the world is we step back into areas of darkness. That light feels like or seems like it's disappearing, and we kind of lose our way. Um, and, and at least I oftentimes end up losing my way. And, and my deepest points of hopelessness are in, are in those moments where that light seems most dim. So I think there are really good and thoughtful things that we should consider about how do we keep that light right in front of us in its proper place. And one of the ways to think about that is that is this idea that God's given us a good way. And, and, and in, in a lot of ways, that good way is fully lighted by the person and work of Jesus Christ. The fact that he came to earth to in the ultimate act of submission and condescension to 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 go from his throne to become fully human and remain fully god and to live the life we should live uh to die the death we deserve so that we could be called sons and daughters of god is an amazing and wonderful thing um, i think it's significant that incarnation is how that happened. God could have chose other pathways to redeem the world, but he chose to send his son uh, to join humanity. Um, and, and, and then in and through that invites us to join him in this work of giving foretaste and bringing about the kingdom of God that's under the reign of Jesus Christ. And as Christians, because we bask in that light of Jesus Christ, the fact that he is the light of the world, as Christians, we get to right live, and we should, or we should live, um, and lead the world in hopefulness, because we, we know the ultimate battle has already been won, that the work of Jesus Christ, while the presence of sin still remains in this world, uh, the power and penalty have been completely decimated. 
um, and and it's it's part of uh, maybe some of the things that that I, if I if I was to be able to ask God those questions and He was answering me directly, I would say, "Why are we already right living in this world where Jesus has won, but yet we're waiting for that to be fully consummated?" Um, it would seem to be a lot easier if that wasn't the case. If we didn't have this wilderness journey that we have to walk to while we wait for King Jesus to finish that work, for God to fully consummate that restoration of all things, um, I, I, I think we'd all have to admit that would that would seem simpler and less complicated than the world we live in today. But that is not what God in his wisdom uh, what he ultimately chose to do. So we get in this time and place to participate um, in sharing the good news of the kingdom and living out of the good news of that kingdom. And and what God's done is he's given us this good way to live. He's given us uh, the record of that good way to live, which is his word. The biblical narrative is that good way. It's, it's God's redeeming work. It's that story of God's redeeming work through his people that's unfinished and includes us. Uh, we get to be a part of that. Um, we, we, we have written in his word a roadmap, essentially, for the journey that we're on in this wilderness, in this already not yet way, that teaches us how can we flourish, how, how, can, we, how can we be uh, in a place that rests or basks in the, the, the radiance of the light of the world that is in Jesus Christ while we live in a world that still um, has brokenness. And, and through different periods of our lifetime, that brokenness manifests itself in different ways. We live in a particular time uh, where there are lots of uncertainties that drive insecurities, that drive fear. Um, we live in a world where we get to see lots of things that aren't as they should be. And, and, and we have to think about how we're going to act and live in those ways. And in the sense of Chattanooga Christian School, how do we prepare our students right, as partners with um, the home and a local church, how do we prepare our students to be able to walk along that good way that God has given us? It's a, it's a way of righteousness. It's a way of holiness. It's a way of truth. It's a way of beauty. It's a way of wonder, right? All those things lumped into what we find in the manifestation of God's redeeming plan in Scripture Right, as we apply those specifically to our lives, as we, as we grow in our ability to live out spiritual practices, we grow in our capacity um, to give foretaste, to give images of what, what the world should be right before sin and what it is to come. And it's that, it's that that leads us to this great hope, right? Because the, the real work of that is already accomplished. Jesus has already won the victory. Um, we're on the playing field, we're on that journey, or on that way, and, and we know the outcome has already been achieved. So, so in the midst of whether it's economic uncertainty or uncertainty about um, a pandemic and what's going to come next, or about uncertainty in relational conflict, uh, or uncertainty that has to do with injustice, as we, as we, as we live our lives on that good way, Hopefully, what we can do uh, together, not not separate from each other, but together, is to see uh, what is God's word. What is it teaching us about how to make that journey? How how do I respond when things that I hold dear feel like they're eroding? 
right? How do I how do I deal with that and that disappointment in light of what we know about Jesus's incarnation, his life, his death, his resurrection, as an and his ascension? How do we live those things out, recognizing that even as the church, right, the broader body of church, of, of Christ, the church on this earth. We, we have disagreements over how that good way should be applied. So how even do we live not just in disagreement with a secular world that doesn't know Jesus, how do we live as brothers and sisters in Christ, understanding that the steps on that good way, we may have disagreement over how those things should be applied and how those things should be done. And what concerns me is that we're able to, right, recognizing that every one of us bears God's image, so we have value and dignity in that fact alone. How do we as individual bearers of God's image who may see things, even within the church, right, as, as parents and as students within a Christian school, how, how do we, where disagreement exists, how do we live in such a way that allows the light of the world, Jesus, to be seen even in the midst of our disagreement, right? How do we develop discernment and understanding? How do we do that in a way that recognizes that there's, there's things about God's way that we won't fully understand until that day that Jesus returns? And that means that individuals are going to disagree um, and have different ideas about the way um, that that way should actually be walked. So one of the concerns that we have, like in today's world, is this idea that in some senses we've lost our ability to consider, um, right, someone I'm sitting across the table with um, as, as a bearer of God's image that I disagree with rather than an argument to be won. And, and what are the consequences if... We've drawn battle lines so significantly, even within the church. What are the consequences, um, not just to the people in the church that live within the middle of that mess, but what are the consequences to the, to the testimony that we give a world that we're trying to communicate? Hey, there's something beyond every detail of this life that you can see right in front of you. There's something bigger here. There's something happening that God is doing that we need to grasp and hold on to, or it's very difficult to process all the depths of, of all the circumstances that are broken and that are a mess or that, that give pictures of injustice rather than justice. So that the idea of Jesus being the light of the world and that that light actually creates and illuminates a path, a good way for us to walk, my hope is that you'll join us uh, in this, as we spend the next semester, not again just in the Charge podcast, as we spend the next semester thinking carefully about all the different ways that God has given us this good path for us to walk on and how we can join together, arm in arm in some places, to walk that journey together, uh, to be, right, as Jesus is the light of the world, to be a reflection of that light. To a, to a world that desperately needs to know him in all of its insecurity and brokenness? How do we bring our hopefulness, the confidence that we have in the completed work of Jesus Christ, how do we bring that to bear as we seek to, to be reconciled to God, as we seek to be reconciled to each other in agreement and disagreement, and as we seek to be reconciled to creation to do the good, good work that God has given us uh, to subdue the earth, to fill it 
uh, all for his glory and honor. Look forward to be doing that over the next 12 weeks.